The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. The fan is the college football voice of the South. So let's go on campus. Presented by Infinity of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth or shop online at infinityofgwinnett.com. So last week, as we talked about last week, was not the first time that the concrete fell from the ceiling of a Stegman Coliseum. It also happened in May of 2018, um, not long before a University of Georgia commencement ceremony was held in the building. It happened again in 2020, and I guess uh, UGA officials circulated an email yesterday afternoon saying that the uh, chunk was palm-sized that fell, big enough to kill someone if it fell from the ceiling and hit somebody in the head, I would think. Um, Safety, the email continued, is the university's top priority. So the facility is not going to reopen until the necessary repairs are made, which could take several months. Tear the thing down already. What are we waiting for here? It does seem like the day to make a claim. I, I'm going to insurance. I'm going to say this isn't safe for anybody. Now, again. So this is at least, Domino, as far as what we know, right. at least the third time yeah. the which, sky has fallen which, inside of Stegman Coliseum. Which I'm going to guess means there's at least one more they don't want us to know. At least one more. Maybe there was the one time that there was just a chunk of ceiling laying on the ground. You go, you see that? I don't see it. Kick it out of the way. I don't see it. Where'd that come from? I don't know, probably up there. Do like my son does when the ice falls out of the ice maker on the floor. Just kick it under the refrigerator. Uh-huh. Well, that's always great. No, yeah. no, no, that's a good play. Yeah, I said that'll work out well, son. It's an accumulation of um, water. Yes. Does he know that that's what it turns into? He doesn't I don't, care. I don't think he cares. He doesn't care. So my guess is it's time to put in a claim. Just, it's time. I. It's sort of, I don't, I don't want to go crazy with this, but it's sort of like being a third or fourth time offender you're not allowed to claim that safety is your number one priority when it hasn't been they keep saying it's structurally sound i, I don't know about you that doesn't sound structurally sound no, no, to no. Me. they can get away with that i i will bet you it's structurally sound i can't go to one of the walls and try to push it and the whole thing isn't going to come down that passes structurally <laughs> that's sound. that's your loophole it doesn't mean it's safe and it doesn't mean there aren't chunks falling but structurally we're okay nothing important is falling they, yet they just keep renovating like most recently the giant center hung scoreboard secured to the roof in 2017 i'm surprised that thing hasn't come crashing down yet that cost them eight million they renovated the whole thing top to bottom for 13 Did million they? in you 2009 okay. well that's what they're going to call you it you don't renovate anything for 13 million dollars you didn't renovate the whole thing you did touch-up work here's my point if you're going to spend I watch this fix-up shows yeah you know what happens with fix-up shows every once in a while they rip a wall out you know what's behind that wall things that aren't supposed to be there and sometimes things that are supposed to be there aren't like the termites got them have you ever seen one of these shows where they oh look at the linoleum let's rip it up oh there's a nice floor underneath that's not going to happen here. No. There's not going to be a nice floor underneath. It's like where we were um, right before Christmas across the street at Docks. If you rip up that carpeting, which has been there since Docks opened in 1981, there's not going to be anything good under there. 
Oh, look at the beautiful hardwoods. No. Yeah, that's not going to be uttered by anybody. It's the same deal at Stegman. So, again, why put a Band-Aid or lipstick on the pig, as we kept calling the situation last week? Just tear the thing down, play in the Classic Center, which um, I guess... The construction there is already underway on that 7,500-seat arena. Do it there, play at Gas South Arena, and just unveil something new. You have the money. You're Georgia. How is that building, or what's it going to be? Because why do you need more than 7,500 for Georgia basketball right now? Well, the club hockey team is going to play there at the Tick Center. Road Dog would probably know more about the Classic Center than us because he's a key member of the Classic City. Well, he's an honorary member, I believe. Yeah, that was the one I was referring to right. last week when I said there was a place in um, Athens that they could go and play, and they have explored. So we'll see. And uh, I'm on board. Knock the place down and, and, and go play there for a season. I got to believe every Georgia fan, save a few, because there's always a few, the majority of the Georgia fans that care anyway about basketball, that care about Stegman Coliseum, have to feel the same way. Nobody is chaining themselves to that building the day they declare they're tearing it down. Let me explain something to you. A dump is a dump, but when you win enough, it becomes quaint and charming. They don't win enough to have this be quaint and charming. Like Cameron Indoor. Until they renovated it. Wrigley Field. Some people will tell you it's a dump until you start winning, then it becomes charming. This nobody is nobody is going to throw themselves in front of a bulldozer when they go to tear this down. And with all due respect, here's a problem for you. You don't need more than 7,500 seats right now for Georgia basketball. You just don't. That's the reality of the situation. One thing to remember there that I didn't know, I don't think a lot of us knew until I read Chip Towers' article yesterday in the AGC, is that the athletic department does not own Stegman Coliseum. It's owned by the university. Yes. Which is two totally different funds, right? That's right. Thank you, Derek Thomas. 100 million. 100 million? You know how many books I could buy? How many iPads? What about the students? Yeah, but what about the ceiling falling? Heaven forbid that scoreboard crashes or that ceiling, something falls out of that ceiling during a commencement ceremony and seriously injures somebody. I, I don't want it to happen. It's just something to consider. You're handing over a blank check at that point to whoever that piece hits. No doubt. I mean, well, what, what insurance is now, you know, this is the third time. Are you even going to be able to find someone? What if instead of $100 million, we just hand out hard hats to everybody coming in and we make you sign a waiver? Oh, you're a funny man, huh? I don't know. Like just, trying to save you, just trying to save you some money. I tried to track down the piece yesterday when I was in <laughs> Athens doing Mike White's show, but I couldn't uh, couldn't, couldn't find it. Just I don't wait know a couple of weeks. There'll probably be another one. So bobbleheads here, hard hats there. If we uh, were, talk, were to talk to that piece, he would say, I wasn't the first, and I certainly will not be the last. Something along those lines. Yeah, just wait a couple of weeks. A cousin of mine will be dropping right there. Just just start with $100 million. I'm going to guess it's $100 million. I mean, think about it. The scoreboard is secured to the roof. The roof has chunks of concrete falling. I mean, you don't really have to be a mathematician. I got an answer for We're you. all that smart to connect the dots. The big, huge, relatively new scoreboard. Yes. Just just let 3,000 more out-of-state students in. There. I just paid for it. You're certainly not letting a lot of in-state students in. Eureka, I have the answer. Increase the student population, the student body. You're a genius, Domino. Thank you. And we're going to charge you another $100 per person student fees. 
Student fees. Nobody knows what student fees are. And George is winning in football, so because of that, people, I, I think, will gladly Adam, how many students, pay those fees. How many students at Georgia these days? A $200 increase in student fees. Nobody's noticing. And if you're on the Hope Scholarship, again, because you're in-state, you're, you're not losing your mind. The, the bottom line is there has to be a way to rectify this situation. How about this? Maybe we go over to some of them fancy buildings and sell some paintings. I know some of those buildings have paintings that got to be worth some money. Who needs them? Sorry. 334459 one, one more time. No, no, no. It's not 300000 Read that number again. <laughs> That's you, what... No, you might, talk, that might have been admissions. The undergrad enrollment's about 30000 Overall, it's about 40000 Yeah. student fee every year, and we're going to take some of the paintings and some of your statues. I guarantee there's nice stuff in some of these buildings. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody's ever decided they're going to the University of Georgia because, I don't know, they saw saw a nice statue over there. (laughs) Someone sell the Vince Dooley statue. Oh, don't do that. (laughs) That people might care about. Have you ever been... They're going to move that thing eventually. That's another bone I have to pick. I know. It's never going to stop. We don't have the money for that. I'm not going to talk or stop talking about it until they move that statue. We don't have the money for that. We're trying to build a new building. I Have you ever been in a fancy a fancy place where you look around and you go, I wonder what that artwork is worth? Mm-hmm. And you look around and you go, I'm just noticing it for maybe the first. Who cares that it's here? Who are you impressing? Who are you impressing? I mean. Sell it doesn't matter to me but i'm not all that intelligent you're asking the wrong person adam what's the fanciest like old building over there where there's probably some things on some furniture google georgia campus fanciest old building sell some old books see what you come up with you know you know what's a hot commodity now selling old books yeah first editions gotta be some lows floating around right yeah who cares first edition ninth edition all right, so... Quit being a show-off. Nick Saban has coached a lot of big-time players at Alabama. A lot are starring in the NFL right now. True. What he's never done is produ- produced a number one overall pick nope. during his time at Tuscaloosa. Could that change this year with Bryce Young? Could he go number one overall and finally give Nick Saban a first? What has he been negatively recruited against? It hasn't been working. Oh, you can go to Alabama. You know what you'll never be? Number one overall pick. Doesn't seem like it's really hurt the brand very much. It is just another box in a Nick Saban world of boxes mm-hmm. to check, though. And he's running out of time to check those boxes. Todd McShay put together his latest mock. He does have the Bears trading down. He does have the Colts trading up to number one and taking Bryce Young. That Alabama kid that Jim Irsay was talking about a couple of few weeks <laughs> yeah, ago? I think so, yeah. You think he knew his name? Um, Not that day. I don't think he knew the name that day. I think he knows the name. We've all been there. In in the moment, he didn't know his name. He knew it was an Alabama kid. Right. That's what he knew. Yes. Did you hear the story about Andrew Voorhees, the uh, one-time Southern Cal offensive lineman? He tore his ACL at the Combine on Sunday. I thought the Combine was done on Sunday, but apparently for him it wasn't. He came back to the event yesterday, and with one leg off the ground because he tore his ACL, mm-hmm. benched 225 40 times. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm drafting a guy like that. Number one overall. If he's willing to come back, I'm trading and I know up he to can't get that. play for me this year, but I'm drafting a guy like that. That's my kind of guy. Now, he didn't run a 40. He didn't do the broad jump or the vertical. He did what he could do. Yeah. But there is something to be said of, I'm going to go do what I can do. Now, to be exact, he did 38. So... 
Nearly I'm rounding 40. up. Yeah. When you have one ACL left in you, if you if you came into the world with two and you right. only have one good one left, I'm rounding up. I agree. I'm adding two reps to that. Brandon Miller in the world of college basketball. I don't know if you know this. He went home Monday night and operated on himself. He was like, uh, what's Six. his name? In No Country for Old Men, Anton Chigurh. Prepared the bullet wound. I don't even know. I've seen a lot of movies where people are doing that. They pull a bullet out of themselves and they, um, in the olden days, I believe. And this was the movie. I'm not sure people really know how to do that. You didn't believe it when John Wick did it, though? Of course I believe it. That's John Wick. John Wick is the exception to the rule. To everything. We're going to hear about John Wick coming up later. That's a big surprise. Another Damn right we are. John Wick should show up at the Combine. You know mm-hmm. what he would do? He'd set that Combine on its ear. Uh, Brandon Miller wins the SEC Player of the Year, Freshman of the Year, as well as the SEC Tournament is beginning. Road Dog, you sent us, boy, you're involved in this on-campus segment a lot. You sent us uh, something from social media. There's uh, some sort of a bargain going on right now with the SEC Basketball Tournament. That was an email blast I got from Bridgestone Arena. You can get up to fr- eight free tickets for tomorrow night's session wow. the two games that are involved tomorrow night so tickets aren't moving very apparently not very much for tomorrow night hold, trying to paper the audience it. hold it hold it stop the music <laughs> stop the music give me this one more time it was an email blast from from bridgestone arena now do you have to be on a special account is this because you no, work in that. and around it maybe you shouldn't be talking of this no i think this is an open email blast you can get up to eight free general admission tickets to tomorrow night's session which is both games what happened to what just means more well it just means more on the gridiron matter with you sounds like some of those live golf promotions as i've well. been to bridgestone arena this isn't the titan stadium this is like the hockey place up to eight yeah and i went through the process of all eight tickets i requested them through the email and it uh, you have to pay fees so you get eight tickets for about $6.50. Now, what are you going to do That's with them? That's more you, insulting than free. Did you pay for them? Like, do you actually have them in your possession? No, no, I did not. Go, I already have a way in. I didn't need eight okay. tickets. Yeah, he's a credentialed member. Okay. He's an engineer. I just thought you were going to lie across a few seats. You know, when George is not playing, there's a lot of action going on. Maybe you just lie across a few and take a quick nap. This is why Stegman is still Stegman, because it just... It doesn't mean more. What did I say? They need, they need 7,500? They don't even need that many. This is not just Georgia now. I'm going to have to defend the dogs. It's also LSU, I South Carolina, and Ole Miss. I agree. I, I, so, listen, so now, their, now, their fan bases aren't very excited either. Listen, now you're getting defensive. I, yeah. Everybody is on the getting same mad. page here. I don't oh, mean to whole, aggravate you. It's a, it's a whole people problem. It's not just a Georgia problem. But I, I also will tell you that a couple of few hours away, I don't think many Georgia faithful are packing it up and going to see this thing in Nashville either. No, probably not. No. Uh, in the meantime, like we said, Georgia Tech will play in the opening round of the ACC tournament against Florida State at 2 o'clock today. Tomorrow, Wake Forest will start day two of the tournament, taking on Syracuse. Syracuse ended the regular season with a 17-14 and 14 record after they beat Wake Forest in their season finale, 72-63. to 63. Jim Beheim had this to say about the critics of his program. The fans here, they're not the one calling the radio show. That one fan that was here tonight calls any radio show. The people that call the radio shows do not come to games. They don't have season tickets. The only way they come is if somebody gives them a ticket. People that show up tell you whether you have support or not. Not who calls on the radio. 
As Stan Caston told you years ago, sports talk radio callers it's the land matter. of the idiots. Yeah, they don't matter. Jim apparently feels the it's same the way. It's the drunken stupidest Dan Cassidy. You idiot! It's the drunken stupid. That's what he told me. Drunken stupid call. Now, I can tell you this. I've done post-game shows. You know who calls her sometimes? Pissed off people leaving the building. And if Jim Beheim doesn't believe that that's the case, you're crazy. I'm sorry. Uh, you want to you wanna put lipstick on a pig and you won your last game and now you still want to go in on people banging on your program go look at your program you're one of the great hit and misses right now and you're crankier than ever and it's time now initially now, a guy said, in section 212 was never going to say that that's ridiculous not to your face either people aren't going to say anything to your face they're going to say you're the coach great job coach but earlier in the year he said he was thinking about walking away now he says he wants to come back this oh, is he's being belligerent this yeah. this sounds like it's going to be a joe paterno situation oh, it's a standoff. you're going to have to force me out i'm not leaving yeah him and his wife are going to be sitting on the front porch saying oh really come get me i'm gonna have shotguns in their hands not real shotguns not literal shotguns figurative shotguns come get me throw me off it seems like this thing yes. is going to end very very ugly yeah there are certain people that once once it's not their idea to do something it's no longer an idea that I can live with. Nope. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Ballou here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.